Hey, this week, Mel and I are discussing the recently released film Relic from IFC Midnight, uh, which you can rent on Prime, and I believe you can rent it a couple of different other places, too. It's like six bucks. Uh, we also discuss 1983's Videodrome, starring uh, the wonderful James Woods and directed by the even more wonderful David Cronenberg. And we have a great conversation about that. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, we also discuss a couple other things. Um, I talk about um, the 1980 film Anthropophagus, directed by Joe D'Amato, and the sequel, the loose sequel, uh, Absurd, also directed by Joe D'Amato, 1981. Uh, and I think Mel talks about, um, oh, I didn't bring that up, Microwave Massacre, 19, hold on. I don't want to redo this. Microwave Massacre, we're doing it this way this time. Doesn't have to be perfect, Chuck. Microwave Massacre came out in 1983. Well, we did two movies. We talked about two movies from 1983. Although this says 1979, so it's probably 1979. Anyway, we talk about that old-ass movie and how crazy it is for a second. Um, and then I think Mel talks a bit about Dexter or something. Who cares what she says? <laughs> this is Forsaken Cinema, episode 17. <laughs> You'll get it so hard. You'll get everything you need everything so you hard. Want. Hey everyone, welcome to our <laughs> show. I am your host Chuck, and I am your horror co-host Mel. Yes, I was in the middle of setting levels, and then I stopped to joke around, and then started the show without yeah, fixing. Yeah, what it. a dick. I think it's good though. Uh, this is the horror movie podcast. It's weekly. Weekly horror movie podcast. <laughs> In which Mel and I discuss one recently released movie and one classic and disclaimer, we are not experts and this is not a horror movie trivia show. Yes, so suck it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it. God damn, your mic is loud in my headphones. Stop, dude. Like, it literally hurts. I'm turning that down. Hurts so good. No, it hurt real bad. Real bad. Is that better? There we go. Anyway, this is a very professional Why show in so which loud? in which we know what we're doing all the time. But no, you're fine. You're fine. Are you sure? Yes, I, I love headphones. listening to you. I'm sorry. I started the show. I prematurely started the show. You do a lot of things prematurely. <laughs> I hear. How do you know? Um, Are you talking to my wife? My wife. My wife. Uh, anyway, how was your week? Oh wow, that we're gonna okay. But did we have to do something else? No. I said all it. the disclaimer stuff. Okay, stop questioning me. No, you For the record, today is <laughs> okay. Monday. You're not going to hear it on today, Monday, but I am a little frazzle-dazzle because Mondays are the worst at work. You seem a little off. A little I came in, I was like, Melissa's off. I was reading. You came in when I was reading a book, so oh. Silence of the Lambs, actually. You are reading Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, really? it's like 300 pages. Have you ever read it? Uh, not since I was a teenager. Is it good? Yes, you can borrow it if you want. Hmm. It's not a hard read, so you might be able to handle it. Uh, the other pictures? Only on the cover. Ugh, I'm gonna need more than that. Okay. Did they make a movie of it? I'll just watch the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did they? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm a little frazzle dazzle all over the place. I should be fine, but Mondays are the worst at work. The hot, it's hot. hot it is day. fucking hot in the dirty jerseys. Uh, it is a hundred degrees. Bro, I was sweltering Literally, in the warehouse. Yeah. 
so gross, just covered in sweat, wearing my shortest shorts. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, who are you apologizing to? The world. Anyone who saw my cheeks today. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, and you're welcome. But anyways, besides that, so if I'm all over the place. It's okay. Apologies. It I've been that way before. Dude, crazy I've, day. I've had episodes for sure. Well, remember that one episode we did, Tales from the Dark Side, where my fucking back was uh screwed uh, up you mean the steve buscemi <laughs> yeah appreciation, appreciation podcast, podcast. Yeah. yes i do recall you being a little bit ah dude that was the worst and i had to get you a little cushion for your <laughs> back <laughs> yeah that was awful well i'm glad you're not awful at what you're still well, i just meant to say that like if you're all over the place it's cool this ain't it ain't that serious as melissa defilgena says it's not that serious people really just call me slater but all right your last name is defilgena slater defilgena Really? No. You did the hyphen? No. Oh, okay. I didn't. Work. I honestly didn't know. Anyway, I always thought it was just Defal Genesis. I thought you just spell that. Just stole Mike's last name. Don't thief. Defal Genesis. Mm-hmm. I've known Mike for like fifteen years. I think you could spell his last. It's only name. eleven. I've known you for the same amount of time. And it's not eleven. It is eleven. Two thousand nine. Really? Yes. What well, do you have? Like a book that you keep this shit in? <laughs> no, I just remember. That's I when met I met Chuck Mike. in two thousand nine. I just remember. I met you the same year I met Mike. August seventeenth. At 5.28 p.m. Five, yes. On the boardwalk, I'm at Charles Bryant Wood. <laughs> From Planet War Done. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fuck you. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So, what did I watch? I did watch... Um, have you seen Microwave Massacre? Yes. Okay. A long time ago. Oh, my God. It's gross. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here's the thing. I was reading reviews. I haven't seen it in a long time. And people... So I, I Well, I wrote down some hilarious uh, hilarious reviews for this I oh i love it when you do that yeah you found just some just two but like let me say like most of the reviews that i read like i guess people watching it now are like this movie's misogynistic and oh it's for sexist, sure yeah and, like it's like straight like tits and ass like yeah it's an 80s movie right it's like late 70s early 80s yeah oh okay so pretty much and oh my god let me just read you this so you can know about the movie okay I said, I've seen it before. And before the viewers, viewers, listeners who have not. Oh, right. <laughs> Them. I thought we were just... <laughs> Picture ahead. in your mind how the actor who did the voice of Frosty the Snowman might have looked. Actually, it was the guy who did the voice of Frosty the Snowman. So oh, really? Picture that. Happy birthday! Yes! <laughs> now imagine that guy having dry hump sex with <laughs> random hookers, frosty grunts and groans included, <laughs> killing and dismembering them. I'm watching this movie tonight. <laughs> and then cooking them up in the world's most ridiculously huge microwave yeah, oven. Yeah, I remember the microwave, yeah. There is like literally a scene, spoiler alert, uh, where it's just like a lady, I'm assuming she's a hooker, because that's what he's picking up. And she's like just laying on the table and he slathers like the wor- industrial-sized like mayonnaise on her and like a <laughs> giant slice that. of bread. <laughs> That's awesome. It was just the most ridiculous. Like this movie is so bad, and it's got these one-liners and jokes that like I want people to watch it, but I also don't want you guys to be mad at me when you're <laughs> like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. I saw it in high school, and I watched it high, and I. I remember. Oh, that's probably the best way to watch little. it. Very little. Yeah, I, was I, not I watched high it with this chick it. and her brother, like in their basement. I remember having a good time and laughing my ass off. No, this movie is gross and hilarious <laughs> and so fucking stupid. That's awesome. And here's the other one. 60-year-old Jackie Vernon, that's the actor, uh-huh. as the lead, delivers his lines with Teddy Ruxpin-like painful deliberateness <laughs> and all the charisma and sexiness of creamed beef at the Senior Center Buffet. Oh, my God. So, I think it's safe to say that I recommend this movie. <laughs> yes. 
Embrace the Trash. Oh, it's bad. It's so good. It's on Prime, I think, because I yes. pass it all the time, and yeah. I'm like, I should rewatch that. I don't remember It's free on it. Prime. Just do it. It's so fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah, I think... Uh, and like the first like five minutes, just boobies, so... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Nice. So, that is like mostly what I watched, and I have been watching Dexter, nice. which has been suggested, and I'm sure everyone has mostly seen it, Yeah, because everyone suggested it, but let me say... Because everyone's a normal fucking American. I'm on the third season, and I'm getting kind of really tired of the redundancy of him always being worried about being caught, and this and that, and like I want them to do like a case where he's not the killer... Uh, it gets pretty like I want like just like a throwaway episode, you know, filler episode where he's just like killing and having fun, like no, that doesn't stress happen. free. Because I'm like kind of spoiler that never happens. Well, that's okay. It's it came out decades ago. Like I am kind of eh. like I read the reviews. The four seasons, the best season apparently. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, uh, I don't remember. I thought the first season was really good. Second season was okay. Third season so far is just like the other two. Yeah, but I'm like, and I, it does get yeah. if you're binging it. I, I am. I. Yeah, it I got to I take some breaks in between yeah. because it is getting a little it redundant. It does so. get a little like okay. Cuz like I'm kind of like all right, you we get it. Like but you're it was a watched, killer, you don't want to get caught, but can we yeah, get another like yeah. filler storyline at least? And I'm going to be honest, his sister Deb, I fucking hate this character. She's really? so awful, so annoying. Mike and I will watch it and oh, then like I literally we're just like I can't take her whining. She's so selfish. She is. Uh, I don't remember her being selfish. Oh, yeah. Like the first two seasons alone, she was just like mad at Dexter for wanting oh, to get to know yeah. his other family yeah. that he turned on. Yeah. And she's just being awful. She, okay. I'm kind of remembering. Remembering. <laughs> well, it's a good series. Wow, it was already. recommended and I'm glad I'm watching it. But like that character is probably the most annoying character to me right now in the world of characters. Okay. I want to punch her in the tits. Do her no tits. Do you yeah. She is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember her in um, The Exorcism of Emily Rose? Was she Emily Rose? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. You didn't realize that? No. Oh, that's because you're dumb. Well, <laughs> she looked a lot different, I think. She did. I think she was way younger. And grosser. Because she gets pretty gross. You think she's Emily gross? Rose. No, she gets oh, pretty gross. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. I've only seen that movie once. Oh, uh, that movie freaked yeah, me. Yeah, I haven't the gotten the balls up to see it again. I saw. I have, but like that movie yeah. keeps me up at night for some reason. Yeah, for whatever reason. I saw it in theaters. Oh, no, I did too. I saw that and th- I, I might be off, but I'm pretty sure I saw that and 30 Days of Night you probably did since you're so obsessed. Around the same time. Oh, I don't know about the time, but I know that I saw so that I'm pretty sure they came out like around. Me out. I, I remember I saw them both in the same movie theater. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so. In case anyone was interested. <laughs> that's what I've been watching. Dexter. Um, I'm going to keep watching that. And Microwave Massacre. So check that out. Definitely going to be rewatching oh, that God. soon. Well, don't. Don't be mad when you. It's me. Yeah. No, it's definitely you. <laughs> I love those shit movies. And that it is. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. What have you been up to? Um, Not a whole lot. I didn't really do too much over the weekend. Uh, I did go visit some, f- I didn't visit family, but I, we went to... Uh, oh, your sister is in town? Oh, no. I saw her last weekend. That's oh. right. Yeah, I saw my sister. I haven't seen her in forever. She lives in Texas now. She just married a trucker. A trucker. <laughs> no, but I was talking about yesterday. Um, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but it was so nasty that I just wanted, <laughs> I wanted to talk about it. Oh, nasty. I wanted to get your take on it. I didn't, I didn't look anything up because... And I was kind of like... And this you're a, on the air. Thing. This is a podcast yeah. appropriate conversation. Uh, yes, it's completely <laughs> appropriate. Um, you're going to laugh when I tell you what it is. 
Um, so uh, we have a whole bunch of my sister. My wife's sister has seven kids, or, or six and a seventh on the way. Jesus Louise. Her other sister has two, and then my, my R two. So we're all there was tons <laughs> of kids. It, it a was brood. it was one of their birthday parties. And we I'm don't sh- know which one though. <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure. It was one of the little ones. Um, but uh, I'm trying this thing where I'm I'm trying not to be a piece of shit anymore. <laughs> like I'm trying to care about things and like I I don't nah, know. Nah, man, fuck them. The, kids. <laughs> the last year I've just kind of been like blah. I don't you know I I duck out of these events mm. and I'm like oh I don't feel good I'm gonna stay home or like. Amanda be like, you know, you don't have to come, and I'm like, all right, cool. Okay, but I wouldn't home. either. I'm gonna be honest. Well, I, I don't know. I sh- I I, I want to be there for her, and like our kids have a lot of fun, and it's family, and it's whatever. So I'm like, you know what? I should stop being a grump and just go and enjoy myself. Mm, and, sucker's choice. And I went, and I, no, I actually had fun. Sucker's like, choice. <laughs> go on, come on. I give me more. I painted a smile on it first, and I was like, I want to have fun at this thing. I hate it, and I just chilled with all the kids. <laughs> And I was like, you I know what? When I'm just chilling with the kids, this is pretty awesome. And uh, I, they even convinced me to get in the pool with them. They have an above ground. They have a big pool mm-hmm. makeshift, you know, they put up. So I was like, I'm going to go swim. I'm like, I'm actually going to do something. I'm going to swim. My daughter was in the pool. You have a swimsuit? I do. <laughs> wow. I haven't, I haven't seen you swim since we went like yeah. camping like yeah, 10 years ago. I don't, I don't swim. Fair. Um, because it grosses me out. But I was like, whatever. I'm just going to get in. And I get in, I'm swimming around like, this is great. And then water gets in my mouth and it's no. fucking salty. No. It's like hot dog water. But no. It was disgusting. And I looked around and I'm internally freaking Someone out. Someone peed in the pool? And Amanda saw me and she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, the water's really salty. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is disgusting. And she's like, no, 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 no. It's a saltwater pool. And then her brother-in-law, Joe, is like, yeah, it's a saltwater pool. It, it helps um, skin and whatever. And I made up some excuse. You were at Joey's house? Yeah. In Mount- okay, got it. Um, and I was like, that made it a little bit better. No, that's weird. But yeah, I didn't stay in super long. Yeah. I was like, this I'm is out. really gross. But I, I stayed in. I had fun. And I Did actually, you like uh, look into it? Is that normal? No, everyone seemed to say it was normal. I've never heard of a saltwater above ground pool. It probably is. We're probably. It probably is real. I don't know. It sounds weird to me. If they're like, it, there's chemicals in it that are much safer for your skin and your health, and they're not as harsh as chlorine. So anyway, that huh. was fun. It that does was. come up on search, so it is a real thing. Okay. Well then, I, yeah, it's not quite as bad, but, but seriously, swimming in a public pool with other people, and then you get some in your mouth, and it's yeah. salty, you start and you're panicking. not. Oh my God! You have no idea how bad i would started to panic i yeah. was like what the fuck i, I don't get in pools i started like freak out i was like what is in my mouth let's see eight ten i won't get in a pool if there's 10 kids oh they weren't all in there at the same it. time but my daughter it's a big pool too it was, um but it was nice i get to play with my daughter and you know she's four and learning how to swim and stuff so it was a good day We'll get to what I watched because no one gives a shit about anything I just said. No, we're all so interested in no, this. We're more interested in how someone has seven kids, though. Oh, my gosh. Damn, right. girl. All right. We'll keep our opinions to ourselves on that she one. And we're going to move <laughs> on. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> what did I watch? I watched I watched two movies that I want to talk about. I watched a bunch of other movies. I watched. I watched Life Force. I watched Opera. I watched... 
Opera. Tenebra. Yeah, I was catching up on my Dario Argento. Oh, uh, opera. But there, there were. I watched a bunch of movies. I was gotcha. rewatching stuff just for the podcast. And like, are we going to do this soon? You know. So, um, but we're going to talk about those movies eventually. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cool. like they're great movies to do. But I want to talk about two movies that I watched um, that we probably wouldn't do on this podcast. So I watched 1980s Anthropophagus. What'd you call me? A.K.A. The Grim Reaper, A.K.A. Savage Island. Do you say A.K.A.? A.K.A. <laughs> A.K.A. Anthropophagus, The Beast. Um, and I watched Absurd 1981, A.K.A. Anthropophagus 2, A.K.A. What? The Grim Reaper 2, A.K.A. Oh, what was that weird ass? Rosso, Rosso, Sag. It had a million different names. Anyway. They are from the great Italian director, Joe D'Amato, mm-hmm. um, and they're both Italian movies, and they take place... Well, the second one takes place in America, and the first one takes place in Greece, on this island. And they're about, um, they're about this killer. He's a cannibal. Uh-huh. And uh, in the first movie, he, the, he's on this island. The, these, these people go to vacation on the island, and they start disappearing. Each of them, they're on the island. Nobody's on the island. Nobody's there at all. It should be this populated island with stores and it's like a vacation spot. Yeah. But no one's there. And they're like, what the fuck happened to all these people? And their boat goes way out. They left two people on the boat and it goes way out in the ocean. And they're like, well, they probably, there's a storm coming. So they probably took the boat out or whatever. And there's a pregnant woman on the boat and a dude, uh, dude dies. You see him die. I'm not going to spoil too much. This is in the beginning of the movie. Um, and then, uh, they they start disappearing and then it ends with this climax and you know they find out it was this crazy ass killer dude that's Ooh. eating people and it's kind of like this reverse Wendigo situation mm-hmm. you know what? I'm gonna spoil this it's uh, kind of did yeah it's whatever if you haven't seen it and you really want to stop it now and go watch it but it's I've never just, even heard of it yeah um what was I saying oh so you find out at, that like somewhere in the movie that you find out why he became a cannibal. And he was like adrift at sea with his wife and his son. No. And he got really, really hungry. No. And he ate both of them. Like, were they dead when, at first, or did he kill them to eat them? I'm pretty sure. I think he killed them. Oh. So he went crazy. And then after he ate them, of course, that whole Wendigo thing, the uh-huh. spirit of like cannibalism, mm-hmm. took him over and he just went to the island and apparently just murdered everybody on the island and ate them. Wow. Um, I am going to spoil it because I want to talk about this scene. There is a scene in it. Um, at the very end where, first of all, you don't see the killer until like the last 10 minutes. Nothing happens in this movie until the last 10 minutes. But there's a pregnant woman. One of the crazier things that I've seen in a movie. Uh, so this dude's trying to save her. And he like the, the dude uh, played by George Eastman. He knocks him out. And he goes to the pregnant woman and crams his hand. No! <laughs> they don't show it. He just sticks it under her dress and pulls out a fetus and just starts eating it. <laughs> it was- Dude, it looked so bad, and it was so shocking. I fell on the ground <laughs> laughing. I was kicking the floor laughing. I was like, what the fuck? Wow. It was really funny to me. It just looked hilarious, and I couldn't take this guy seriously. His makeup was terrible. The whole situation was awful. Like, their cameras barely worked. Like, <laughs> it was a trash movie. So, um, you wa- naturally, you watched the second one, then. After this one, I watched. This is the first one. Yeah, but the like, so you were like, like, that's so bad. Let me t- get some more. I had to. I was <laughs> like, this movie's absolutely ridiculous. I have to see the sequel. Um, 
so yeah, don't recommend the first one. <laughs> it was um, there's there's something to be said about some of the camera work, like Joe D'Amato's directed a whole bunch of shit, mm-hmm. and um, there's po- points in the movie where you're like, dude, if if he had a lot of money, if if he had more money, and he, he put uh, the killer in it more, it would have been a really great movie okay. because it looked like if he had had money and like better cameras and equipment. It looked like he knew what he was doing. Like some of the camera shots and some of the cinematography, I'm like, oh, that would look great if it didn't look like shit. You know what I mean? He's yeah. positioning things and he's doing these things with the camera that were great. But again, it's just some, it, it ends up just being a low, super low budget, just trash movie. Um, but I did have some fun with it at the end. He ends up eating his own guts. So that was fun. So he doesn't make a cameo in the second one? No, he is the killer in the second one. They explain all that away okay. in the second one. The second one uh, was much more entertaining, much faster paced. Things start happening right away. But George Eastman, uh, the, the killer, I don't even remember what the hell the killer's name. Mikos okay. is his name. Um, he's in America and he stumbles into this town. Coming to America. Yeah. And he, uh, he, something happens where his guts come out again. <laughs> and they find him and they take him to the hospital. And at the hospital, they're like, He's regenerating like he shouldn't have survived this and he's like super strong and he's like he's like some kind of freak of nature. Oh, we're going that route. OK. Yeah. And there's this priest, this doctor priest um, that that comes into town and he's basically telling them I'm like, a priest, but I'm also a doctor. Yeah, he's a doctor. Doctor. Uh, priest. And you find out <laughs> that they've been doing genetic experiments or something on these people and he escaped. Of course, OK. And he's a madman because like if if your brain gets damaged and. They figured out how to make your dead cells regenerate. Mm-hmm. So there's a little sci-fi twist in it. And uh, so, yeah, I'm like explaining these movies in complete detail. Um, but anyway, you find out that like he's some superhuman and he's going around killing. And this priest slash doctor is trying to stop him and warn the town, which sounds an awful lot like the plot of Halloween. Yeah. It is very much a Halloween rip. Okay. And it, uh, yeah, the more the movie goes on, there's a little boy that's got to go help them. Okay, you know, of like, course, yeah, yeah. And there's just like, once I realized, I was like, oh, that's just like Halloween. I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's just like Halloween. Oh, that's just like Halloween. <laughs> I was like, did you rip off Halloween the entire movie? But in all honesty, it was really entertaining. Okay. And I do recommend it. If you really, if you're a huge Halloween fan mm-hmm. and you want to watch something that's similar but different, then I recommend this. Okay, so skip the first one, but oh, skip the first one. See the second one. Definitely watch the second one. Second one was a lot of fun. And they explain enough that you don't need the first one. Oh yeah, you don't need the first one okay. at all. Nobody needs the first one. Um, but yeah, it was cool. There's a couple of really cool kill scenes. Uh, instead of a knife, he uses a meat cleaver. Oh, nice. Okay. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Any more fetus eaters? No, there was a fetus eaters. There's a complete lack of fetus fetus eating. <laughs> <laughs> fetus eaters. Uh. <laughs> feed us, eat us. Hey, Beavis, do you want to eat us this feed us? Ew. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> <laughs> That was the worst. That's all I got. Impression. <laughs> um, other than that, I like I said, I watched I watched some other stuff, but we're going to talk about all that later. Okay. At, cool. We're not later, but like you at know. some point in the show, I'm sure we'll do. We always need more material. We're good. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. Okay. Uh, we will get into our first movie, which oh. is called Relic. Get ready for a fun conversation. 
<laughs> this is the trailer for Relic. It's very low. Oh, oops, I forgot to turn it up. <laughs> Can't hear it. It's been a few weeks. Knock, knock, Grand? knock. Mom? Edna mode. I think she was scared. She thought someone was coming into the house. <laughs> the the kettle is on. That is a kettle. Tea. Yeah, I would like a spot of tea. A spot of tea. Yes. I suppose I went out. What's this? That's bullshit, Gran. His mind wasn't there in the end. You can't put Gran in a home. She can't live on her own anymore. She has to be watched. Everything all right, Gran? I thought this was where it got in. Who? Whoever it was coming into the house. Mum, what is it? It's here. Under the bed. There's nothing under the bed, Mum. Fuck, there isn't. And then a book fell on her head. Yep. Oh, it made her check under the bed. Uh-uh. I'm here to help you, Mum. I can see you. They make the weirdest noises in these trailers. For sure. Faux show. All right. Uh, okay. That was the trailer for Relic. Indeed, it was. And Thank here you. is the synopsis. All right. Lay it on us thick. Well, it's like one sentence, so oh. <laughs> it's not that thick. Okay. A daughter. Daughter. Are you going to start talking Australian? I'm not good with accents, so no. A daughter, mother, and grandmother are haunted by a manifestation of dementia that consumes their family's home. It is dementia. So, yeah, okay. they pretty much give you the whole thing. Um. Okay. Cast crew, and crew. Crew, crew and cast. Crew and cast us. I will. This was directed by Natalie Erica James. Let's see if she did anything else. I'm not seeing anything. Uh, miscellaneous crew on upgrade. Yeah, that's all I see. Yeah, There's nothing else. Um, and it was also written by her and Christian White. And this stars Emily Mortimer. Who's, she's been in other shit, Yes, right? her name is so familiar. But when I looked at her IMDb, I didn't watch any of that stuff. I know she was in a whole bunch of episodes of 30 Rock. And she had avian bone syndrome. <laughs> and some about Mary Poppins. I'm not going to explain Poppins, that yeah. if you want to know what that is. I don't. Oh, Mary Poppins returns. Mary Poppins returns. The popping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't even feel like looking through this. Who cares? Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that's you're you're damn right. Wow. Robin Nevin, Bella Heathcote, Jeremy Stanford, Chris Bunton, Christina O'Neill, Catherine Klavichik, Steve Rogers. Not Captain America. Captain America's in this movie? I didn't know he could act. That's Constable Mike Adler. John Browning and Robert Robin Northover. I stop when they start saying like man at the end of their (laughs) title. Elderly man, nursing home man. I don't need to read those. Basically, it should just say nobody. Uh, and that was cast and crew. So before we begin, yes, uh, I want to give a little disclaimer. So it, it mentioned dementia in the uh, in the synopsis, and it's it, it's saying haunted by a manifestation of dementia. This this movie spoiler is one hundred percent a metaphor, allegory, whatever. Oh, yeah. for dementia, and that's all it is. So it's, like it's trigger almost, warning if that yeah, is a sensitive subject. It, it's almost not horror, and if uh, if we have anything negative to say about this and we, we joke around, just know that we are talking about it in the context that this is a movie. Yes. We obviously don't take this shit lightly whatsoever. Um, it's I, I've never personally been through it, but I, I can only imagine how horrible it is. Right. And so um, please, if we like I said, if we say anything negative or we say anything about it at all, we are talking about a movie. We are not talking about dementia or Alzheimer's or any other degenerative brain disease and making light of it and being insensitive. We're talking about a movie. I think that covers okay. it. That was well that was said. That's good? Okay. Yeah. All right. Your personal thoughts. Okay. Well, you pretty much said it. So this movie, although it has been titled as a horror movie, I guess, it is not a horror it's movie a horror in the movie. sense of a horror movie. No. Um, there's some horror elements that they use, but like... Like we said, this is really a movie about the horrors of dementia and living with dementia. And, it's, me but it, and dementia. it's real. It's, it's very so, real. So that is very scary. Yeah. But in regards to the movie, I don't, I'm not a fan. You weren't, you didn't like it? No. One, this movie made me very sad <laughs> by the end. Very sad. I'm a sensitive person, so uh, I was very depressed by the end of this movie. Two. You say, you say anal fisting a lot for a sensitive person. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm also sensitive in Ooh, that look at Mike area. doing some weed drugs from the bong in there. Wow. Sideshow Mike. He heard anal fisting. Hey, are you happy you made the show? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I totally interrupted <laughs> you. You only want to talk to Mike. It's true. Let's hurry this up. Oh, fuck <laughs> up. Anyways, so overall, in regards to this as a horror movie, I found it really boring. Okay. I found it really dark. And I don't mean like dark stuff was happening you mean like i couldn't see shit in this movie oh yeah that too I it was, was really dark too, yeah. i couldn't see anything in some of the scenes yeah so obviously we're gonna spoil it in a little bit but like there's like parts of the movie where it's like she's kind of trapped in the house within the house so mm-hmm. i think that's like kind of like the it's ha- like a message the house represents her brain yeah yeah so it's like a bigger message in the movie that i get but did not hold my interest yeah. because I didn't, no offense, I didn't want to watch a movie about dementia. I wanted to watch a movie about ghosts. Yeah, maybe I thought haunting it was a ghost a house. movie. Yeah. So when I started to watch this, I was like, is this going to be a sad movie about dementia or is it going to be a ghost story with that, like, where you think that's the trick? But nope. it's the sad movie, guys. It's just pure metaphor. And it's so sad. It's very sad. Um, but overall, I think the acting was actually was really good. Was. The acting's great. Uh-huh. The um, 
ominous, 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 ominous. The noise and the sound effects definitely helped with the creepy factor. Mm -hmm. But overall, this movie didn't do it for me because it's not what I was looking for. Okay. And I don't think, honestly, movies in this situation because i know people are gonna love this movie there's a lot of people who are gonna be like who this would is... love this movie well you know what i mean they're like this is a deep movie there's a message but i just want to be scared it's weird it's weird to not me not depressed it's weird to... i agree but it's also weird to me that like if somebody's saying they liked this movie i think someone's gonna say this is very artistic and like people are really into this. I, I could see somebody. Saying At first, that. I thought like maybe this person but saw like, like ten minutes of Hereditary this, and wanted to do that. But. Right? Yeah. I read a review where somebody was like, "I bet they're really pissed off that the name Hereditary was already this taken." This is not anything like Hereditary. Oh, it's not. It so is not. Don't um, get that. <laughs> anyway, but that's my first thoughts on the movie. Okay. Overall bored. Overall couldn't see shit. I don't disagree. Really sad. Yes. Great acting. Good noises, but that's my first thoughts. Yep. Um, Take I, it away, bud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought this movie was a hoot. <laughs> no, it's quite the opposite. This movie, as you already said, is very sad, very depressing. Um, and it's like we said, it's not a horror movie. It's like a drama. It's like a metaphorical, allegorical drama. <laughs> of Almost a word. Strictly about dementia. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's nothing more. You get to watch a family fall apart deal with somebody going through this and how horrible it is and oh, oh we're not doing spoilers yet i'll get to that later but you get to watch this family fall apart which is really great very entertaining not um <laughs> <laughs> i said not not it it's like you said it's just like why i don't i don't want to see this it's all you're doing is bumming me out it's a bummer ass movie oh yeah and um like i told you earlier i was watching it with amanda she cried and like and like, why? Like, everyone. No, I, I could agree. I get why she know cried. This sh- knows Ugh. this shit is awful. It is, and it's not. There's, there is zero entertainment value in this movie. I feel like they made it to like bring more attention to it, but like everyone knows about yeah. dementia. Really, it's not. Yeah, it's and, not. And that's new, what I thought too. It's not like, a well, new discovery. I was trying to come up with like the value in this movie, and I was uh-huh. like, well, it raises kind of awareness of like what these people go through. Everyone knows that yeah. it's fucking terrible. Yeah. We don't need to see it. Oof. It's like, I don't know. There's just no entertainment value in it whatsoever for me anyway. There's a couple of creepy parts, but once you, halfway through the movie, you realize like, oh, uh, it becomes, it becomes so predictable and it becomes so like, I don't know. And it's even like, the creepy stuff doesn't start till like the very end of the movie. It's so. like, Yeah. Exactly. The first two acts, I was going to say, are slow and boring as yeah. shit. And you figure out within the first two acts that, like, are, like you said, like, I really hope they turn this into horror and they're not just saying, like, hey, dementia sucks. Look at all this shit that is but, awful. And they're right. Like, but we knew that. Um, And once you realize what they're doing and, like, you start to realize, like, anyone could have written this movie with mm-hmm. the mold and the oh, yeah. the things that happened to her and like she the the thing that's coming it's her dementia and mm-hmm. like it's just it's just it eh, eh, okay i could have written i could have written that i've you know seen what I mean? you right i don't know but you know what i mean <laughs> if you were going to describe mm-hmm. dementia to somebody you would have immediately a lot of people would think like well it's like your brain it's like 
you know, there's like mold in your brain. You mm-hmm. can't figure it out. And it slowly starts spreading to all different parts of your memory mm-hmm. and your life to where finally that's all you are is just demented. No. Yeah, it's sad. It's fucking sad. <laughs> you want to have a good cry right now? No. Oh, maybe after. Um, but yeah, there's like, there's just all these things that they did with it that are, like I said, very, very obvious and not even predictable, but like, it's very apparent mm-hmm. what they were doing. Yes. And then that's all it is. And they even made a mention, like we already said, they made mention of it being hereditary and we'll get into all that and what's to like and what's to dislike. But yeah, I'm, I wasn't a fan. I, it wasn't a horror movie. Like I said, there wasn't a lot of entertainment value. It was a bummer of a fucking movie. Oh man, you said it. <laughs> anyway, what did you like? Um... <laughs> I liked the sound effects and ominous noise, as I, said s- that. I mentioned. I'm just saying it again. You already said that. Well, say what I other liked. things. Um, the bathtub You're is really all of our nice. Listeners. The bathtub was. I nice. really, really, I really like the bathtub. I'm jealous. It's okay. clawfoot, like not attached to a wall. Oh. So nice bathtub, Graham. That's your jam. Yeah. That's your grand jam. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the last 20 minutes of Creepy Grandma was pretty picks up it's too little too late but like some of the visuals are cool oh i guess we're spoilers ahead right now yeah so you can say when she's you like crawling around in the hallway yes and her broken like her leg bone sticking oh, out that's and gross. she's like yeah. mm, mm. you can't see the motions i'm making but she's walking like a crazy lady and she's crawling that was hella creepy and if something else other than like if something else was happening some supernatural yeah. like real thing was happening other than just saying like this is what their mind and their body goes through and if, if it was doing anything except that, I would have been like, oh, that's really cool. Instead, I was like, this is really sad. Yeah, no, just that one scene. I thought like, yeah, that's it, creepy. I like it. And it then did I look was cool. like, yeah. oh, I agree. Um, let's see here. Mm, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, the movie just it just wasn't. For I know me. this is going to be a short conversation. That's OK. Um, Yeah, I can't even say that I like some of the the stuff that they were depicting some of it was interesting and seeing it on screen while it was sad and depressing and not entertaining mm-hmm. it was interesting to think about it in that way and the shot at the end was pretty interesting like when the uh when they get stuck in the walls mm-hmm. and everything's closing in on them that's yeah. like her brain like kicking out their memory mm-hmm. that's so sad and it's such a oh bummer God. <laughs> but it was an interesting take on it yes. you know what i mean it, not a take an interesting representation um i'll say i just say interesting um yeah everything else i have written down is like it's it's so obvious what everything was the mold mm-hmm. and uh, then like the ending you see like the mom starts to have a spot on her yeah yes so, that like, was what i was know, gonna say hereditary. that's why it's hereditary like oh you're gonna be bummed out again hey, like it sucks hey but daughter someday you're gonna have to deal with this yeah. again it sucks but I'm going to go donate some money somewhere. Yes. <laughs> Alzheimer's Foundation or something after this episode. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's... Maybe this I'm going to go to a, a home and just start throwing dollar bills at old ladies. <laughs> I think that must... Uh, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's... Shake it for me, right, you know, Fuck it. I'll go with you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to like. Wow. Some of, like like you said, some of the visuals were cool until you figure out what they're doing and yeah. you're like, oh no, fuck this. When you can see. Yeah. Um what's not to like? Okay, let's go. 
Um, I said the long shots of empty rooms. You know how they did that? Mm -hmm. Like it does not have the same effect when you aren't scared and nothing is really and happening. Like happening. Hereditary did that, and like, but you were like. Well, you well, knew your seat during hereditary. You know like, there was some fucking evil going on. But for on. this, it was all just a bunch of like shuffling and like mm -hmm. creaks and like light bangs here and there. So there was nothing even like jump factor. Yeah. Which at this point, like, just give me jump factor. Yeah, just give me jump scares. I don't even care. Um, you see some old lady butts. You do. I mean, the actress, the grandma actress, she's great. So whatever, you rock that butt, lady. Okay. I don't I know. Like, where are you going with this? Um. This is petty, but the Christmas lights in the beginning, that slow fade off and on. They don't do that. Do they do that? Oh, my gosh. That would drive me crazy. Turn them off or turn them on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I wouldn't like that either. <laughs> All right. Um, it would make me, if those were on in a room, it would make me very sleepy. Yeah, but it was stressing <laughs> me out. I was like, can you just turn them off or turn them on? Just this is a weird. Okay. Um, like I said, the movie is really dark. Like I really couldn't see some of dark, the scenes. Yeah. I was getting annoyed. It was like Alien versus Predator all over again. I read a bunch of reviews, um, and like one out of every like three re reviews that I read said this movie is really dark. And a lot of people this made the round in a drive-in movie theaters. Oh, really? Which I want to talk about drive-in movie theaters in a little bit. Okay, yeah, we'll do that later. Um, uh, so many people complain. They like, couldn't see shit on the screen. Like they couldn't see anything. I couldn't see it. They said it was either. way worse on in, at a drive-in theater. Really? Yeah. They said it was like one dude said. Um, he's like, I couldn't see anything. Like Can at you all. Imagine though going and seeing a drive-in theater and everyone's just crying afterwards. Yeah. Right. Like it's like when I saw Harry Potter, like Deathly Hallows in theaters, and just everyone cried. So that's all. Sounds sad. It was. Anyways, moving on. What else did I like? Um. I don't want to hear any more fucking Fur Elise played on the piano. When she's playing the piano and she's playing some Fur Elise while she's trying, play a different fucking song. There's a million piano songs, okay? Can you guys pick a different song? <laughs> this is so petty. Sorry, it is. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're like the queen of pettiness. Hey. On this show. Petty spaghetti. P petty spaghetti. That's, All right, let's that's see. What oh. We'll call you. The <laughs> complete lack of dialogue. The lines were really like, Grand? Mom? Grand, <laughs> yeah, mom, they did Grand, do that a lot. Mom, that's literally like I'm glad there's no quotes we have to pick for this movie because that would be it. Yeah, that would basically yeah. There was no dialogue. There wasn't. I didn't really notice that. I was so bored. I was hardly paying attention. And then like when she gets up in the middle of the night and like the washing the machine is on and I'm like, oh no, someone's doing the laundry. No. So I think Amanda said something like that. She's like, oh no, the <laughs> washing machine. Oh no, I said that. But like, <laughs> like seriously. Yeah. Oh no. The washing machine's on. It's criminal that they have like a double <laughs> stack, though. I think that's what we should be more concerned about. They're harder yeah. to work on. Are they? Yeah. Never had to operate one. Neither did I, but I just, you know, work in appliance parts. Oh, right. You're <laughs> talking about... Okay. Anyways, so that was... I was like, oh, no, someone's doing the laundry. So scary. Yeah, I literally Come thought that, too. Mine. I either said it out loud or I thought it. I was like, what? This, this, okay. And I'm like... <laughs> I was like really annoyed with the family. I know it's like a tough situation, but like you know your mom has been having these problems and episodes and like you wait until it gets this bad to go and do something. Yeah. Like I would have grabbed instead of like shouting at your old decrepit mom who is having mental health issues or whatever, like or possibly possessed because you don't know in the beginning of the movie, like. You grab her ass, tie her to the chair, and then get her some help. Like, please, get her some help. Yeah. Like, why would you wait so long? Because that's not what the movie was doing. Oh, it was so stressing me out. And, like, nobody called the cops when all this stuff is happening. Yeah. Like, 
so sad. <laughs> Move is sad. That's so sad. all. All right. Um, I'm not even going to go. I don't even really have anything written down of what's not to like because it's just so much. I just, I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't into this movie. And like I, we've said a billion times now, it just bummed me out. Um, and there's no excuse for it, really. Like, make, if you're going to make a horror movie, make a horror movie. If you're going to make a PSA, make a PSA. Uh-huh. Like, this I, ain't I, it, sis. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this movie after seeing it. What do you want from me? Yeah, it sucks. It would have been so much better. So many movies have done shit like this, like mental health, like horror movies have done mm-hmm. like mental health and Alzheimer's where they're saying something about the disease and saying it's horrible, yeah. but then they turn it into a fucking entertaining horror movie, yeah. like The Taking of Deborah Logan. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that movie. That, that's a prime example. She's going through yeah. autism and they're showing you like how hard it is, but then they're also making a horror movie. Oh, that movie's so good. Daniel yeah. Isn't Real talked about schizophrenia and mental mm-hmm. illness and fracturing of the mind, and they're saying it's horrible. But we're also going to make a really kick-ass horror movie. Yes. So it's entertaining and it's doing the same thing. And this movie just focuses on the one thing we don't want to focus on in this movie. We want to see scary shit. Yeah. And they're like, you know what's scary? Real life is scary. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, But that's man. why I watched <laughs> this movie because <laughs> real life is scary. Yeah, that's, I don't want this <laughs> in my movies. Sorry. Didn't like it. I agree. <sighs> what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Anything else? That is all. If you want to watch a movie involving, like, uh, you know, I don't know why you would want to watch a movie involving Alzheimer's or dementia, but those two are really good. Um, Daniel Isn't Real is that's pretty good. Yeah, Taking good. of Deborah Logan uh, is awesome. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. One I'm going to rewatch soon. If you're feeling watch. bad like we are about this movie, go watch Taking of Deborah Logan. That'll. Deborah or Deborah? Debo- <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, oh, M- uh, Melissa's going to drop some links and then we are going to talk about Videodrome. Videodrome. Where can you find us? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Forsaken Cinema. Uh, we do have a Twitter, uh, Cinema Forsaken. So a little backwards there, but you get the point. We do have an email address if you want to hit us up, uh, maybe suggest some things or whatever. Let us know what you think at Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And we are available wherever you can get your podcast, wherever you listen to them. So make sure you subscribe, rate, review, and share. Thanks. All right, this is a trailer Why for Videodrome. Why would anybody watch a show like Videodrome? Why did you watch it, Max? Well, well. Business reasons. Sure. Well. What about the other reasons? Oh. Yes. Oh, oh yes. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Max Wren is a victim. Yes. <laughs> Voiceover movie guy. To Videodrome. I'm obsessed. Videodrome. Ever since. What? Since I first saw Videodrome. His brain is already receiving video images. Ooh. Oh my. <laughs> I think that massive doses of Videodrome signal will ultimately produce and control hallucination. Mm-hmm. To the point that it will change human reality. Soon, his visions will coalesce. <laughs> I watch and TV. Uncontrollable <laughs> flesh. Ooh. is doing a funny dance. Video that drawn is seducing Max Wren. Please come to me now. All right. Oh, I mean, since you asked. I'd come to Blondie. And Max Wren can she was do more like already in to this. stop it. What makes you what? think I need help? More like ready in None this. She had red hair. Return to 
Uh, you're terrible. Normality. <laughs> Television can change your mind. Videodrome will change your body. Oh. Long live the new flesh. Long live, Long live the, the new, new flesh. flesh. Shatter your reality. Videodrome. Videodrome. <laughs> Videodrome. And James Wood. Videodrome. A shocking new vision from the creator of Scanners. Coming soon to a theater near you. He has a Universal name. Pictures. <laughs> uh, why didn't they say David Cronenberg? Videodrome. I like this. Oh, that wow. That, that was great. It was terrific. All right. So trailer for Videodrome, 1983. Mm-hmm. Here is the synopsis. Go. Okay, I'm going. When he acquires a different kind of show for his station, a sleazy cable TV programmer begins to see his life and the future of media spin out of control in a terrifying new reality. Yes. Very confusing new Videodrome. reality. Videodrome. Uh, let's do... Crew and cast for Videodrome. This was written and directed by the amazing David Cronenberg, who yep. is, of course, famous for Scanners, as they said, and The Fly, mm-hmm. The Brood, and The Brood, Naked Lunch. Uh, what? Uh, what did he do? Christopher Walken was in it. Hmm. Dead Zone. That yes, the Stephen King movie. Um. Yes. So. David Cronenberg. If you don't know who David Cronenberg is, you need to educate yourself. Or you probably don't like 80s horror and you're dumb. Maybe. I'm so sorry. Well, The Fly was in the 90s, wasn't it? Or was it late 80s? I think it was late 80s. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't seen The Fly, what are you doing? Ugh. It's like mm, Mm. my favorite of his movies, Mm. I would have to say. Yes. Yes. Arguably his best. I have a shirt with gross-ass Jeff Goldblum on it and people are like, don't wear that. Brundle Fly. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, I'm wearing it. It's a cool <laughs> shirt. Thank you. Uh, this is starring the wonderful and <laughs> eccentric James Woods. Oh, man. As Max Wren. What happened to him? James Woods? Where <laughs> did James Woods go? No, I mean, what happened to his acting after this movie? What do you mean? It was better in this movie. Oh, than uh, <laughs> Vampires? <Yeah. laughs> We're going to do Vampires eventually. Oh, yes. I love that movie. Amanda wants to do that one with Please, us. Please, yes. Um, Sandra Smits, Debbie Harry from yes, Queen uh, from uh, Blondie. This is the second. And she does horror movies. Yeah. This is this is uh, this is only our sixteenth episode, and the second movie we're doing with Debbie Harry in it. She was also in Tales from the Crypt uh, or Tales from the Dark Side. Tales. I'm sorry, Tales from the Crypt. She might have been in Tales from the Crypt episode. Maybe though. Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, yeah. Who else? Peter Dvorsky, uh, Leslie Carlson, Jack Creeley, Lynn Gorman, Julie. Connor, Reiner Schwartz, Reiner Schwartz, David Bolt, Laylee. <laughs> David Bolt. Bolt. Laylee <laughs> Cadeau, Henry Gomez, and, uh, okay, I'm stopping at Japanese salesmen. <laughs> <laughs> but only the first one? There's two. There is two Japanese <laughs> salesmen. You don't want to say those names. Harvey Chow and David Subochi. Okay, fine. All right, whatever. You did it. Uh, my personal thoughts, because... Tell me what you think. Because I'm going first on this one. (laughs) Um, I, the first time I saw this movie, I've seen this movie, this is probably the sixth time I've seen it, and not because it's like my favorite David Cronenberg. I like this movie a lot. Um, I think it's very weird and very cool, and I like the effects. Uh, Rick Baker did the effects, by the way, the special makeup Uh effects of, uh, Werewolf in London fame, among Mm -hmm. a billion other movies. Um... 
dude if you don't you should if you're on instagram you should follow rick baker's instagram he posts some cool shit and uh he, he still does like tons of effects work and Fair. uh oh, yeah. well. He's, he, he has a really fun account um what was i saying yeah it's weird the effects are cool uh it's very sleazy and oh, scuzzy yeah. and gross and did i say weird because this movie is really fucking weird <laughs> um and i love it and uh but I, I, like I said, I've seen it like five or six times and not because it's like my favorite Cronenberg movie or it's one of my favorite horror movies. For whatever reason, this movie has cropped up through my life mm-hmm. like since high school. It's just somebody's I'm with some people and they're like, hey, have you ever seen Videodrome? And we're like, it's really weird. And then we watch it. <laughs> it's and really it's, weird. It's seriously happened like five times where I'm with a different group of people and they're like, hey, we should watch Videodrome. But the very first time I watched this was probably the best viewing um, because it was back in, uh, like I said, I think my senior year in high school and I was, I was still in church and I was still, you know, doing Christian shit while still <laughs> watching horror movies. And I had a friend who was also very much, you know, uh, she was a friend from church and we watched this movie together and I watched a lot of horror movies with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, uh, she didn't do like, she wouldn't do this, the sex and like the torture porn and stuff like that. Okay. She, she, she mainly stuck to like vampire movies i remember i saw blade with her um yes I think us virgins love vampires <laughs> pretty sure we saw blade 2 in theaters together um but she was more to that oh she was a chick i saw resident evil with we saw me and her we we're really good friends and we saw it in theater we saw resident evil in theaters together anytime we got bored while it was in theaters that summer we went and watched resident evil the first one right? the first one okay yeah. good yeah because for some reason i love that movie no it's a good enjoyable movie i liked the first one a lot so yeah I, I won't say that it's a good movie because it's not, but I love it. It's a good, enjoyable movie. I it is enjoyable, it. I think, but I think a lot of people will probably, well, not will, but a lot of people should on it. Um, but yeah, I saw, and I don't remember at what point we turned it off because I remember watching with her and she just, she had this look on her face from the second the movie started. Oh, yeah. And she was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. <laughs> and we got, I think we got about halfway through and something happened. Oh, it was the vagina stomach. As soon as she saw that vagina stomach. That wasn't stomach, even like that early on though. She was, yeah, it was, oh yeah, it was probably like 20, 30 minutes Yeah, in. so like, so, girl, yeah, hold on. You got past some of the like yeah, sadomasochist yeah. stuff. She, like, yeah, <laughs> she made it through. But when she saw the vagina stomach. Oh man, that She stomach. was out. She was like, why does he have a vagina on his stomach? I'm out. And it was hilarious. I just remember being really funny. And I remember laughing at how upset she got. <laughs> oh, that's my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't care. Even then I didn't care. I was like, yeah, I, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really weird movie. Um, it has some issues. This David Cronenberg, I think in this movie got a little ahead of himself. I think there's a lot of concepts and, uh, there's definitely a lot of themes that he's exploring and he's kind of holding this mirror up to like horror movies mm-hmm. and like overstimulation and sex and violence. And I don't think a lot of people say like, oh, this is, you know, him they either say one or two things they're like oh this is him you know he's just depraved and he loves this shit and he's (laughs) trying to you know make excuses for it or whatever i don't think so and then other people say that like you know this is this is him questioning himself and causing horror fans to question like why do we like this stuff and Uh like making us ask these questions about again violence and and sex and you know torture and all this stuff but really i think that he's just this movie is just exploring it as a whole. It's, I don't think it's really asking any questions. I think he's just kind of presenting all of these things 
and just making you think about it. Mm-hmm. Because there's no, there's no like for or against. There is some for and there is some against. You know, like um, what's his name? Um, James Woods' character, Max Ren. You know, he keeps making the excuse of people keep asking him, like, why? He sounds like he should be like an action hero. Max Wren. Max Wren. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely doesn't sound like he should be a sleazy, like, second-rate yeah. cable producer. Max Wren. Escape from New York. <laughs> <laughs> it does. No. Make it's not cooler than Snake Plus game. But all right. It's not. Um, but he even asked the question in the movie. Well, he, he has the answer of, like, well... You know, better people watch this stuff and get a release from it than actually going out and doing it. Hey, that was like my quote. Don't say but that. But I, but I don't <laughs> think I don't think Cronenberg is even really. I don't think he's making that argument. I, he's just saying like this is one of the arguments. Yeah. And this is, and then he goes over here and does this thing, and it's like, well, what about this? And wh- what about the idea that the the screen is a retina to the mind's eye, and if it happens on screen, then is it really happening in reality? And he, he's presenting all of these things, but I don't think he's really giving you his opinion of them so there is Damn. a there is a lot of, oh yeah i read a whole bunch of shit on this movie and like and again i've seen this like six times now and yeah. every time i watch it it makes a little more sense to me because they're the only like i said david cronenberg's kind of steps on his own feet in this movie uh-huh. because there's there's too much almost it's like there are whole aspects of this movie that make zero sense to me the ending makes no sense to me Okay. And a lot I of it's a lot of it's kind of hodgepodge. Like, okay, man, what are you saying? And maybe he's not saying anything at all. Maybe he's just you know making a weird ass movie. So, okay. like this movie, highly recommend it. It's super weird, super wow. gross. Um, I will also say this: we have done, we have now done in the last couple episodes, we've done Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is super fucking deep great and bleak and a great movie, movie but yeah. it's 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 a movie that like you can sit and and talk about and yes. like theorize about and draw conclusions from. We did Let the Right One In, which is a super heavy movie, and like, dude, next we need to do some fucking tits and gore next week. All right, like, microwave <laughs> massacre, here we come. Something like these <laughs> movies, like I'm like. All right, you know what? I like these movies, but I need. I, need, I also like tits and gore. I need so let's my do fucking that. sleepaway yeah. camp three fix. You know, like my. I need to watch something stupid. Okay. We so next movie we do. We're, we're doing stupid. something so dumb. Yeah. Just some stupid ass slasher, please. I'm into it. All right, your personal thoughts. Wow, I can't really back that up, like you said. See, that's why I wanted you to go first. I wanted to hear your thoughts first. Well, I couldn't put You've it never, so eloquently. never seen this. I couldn't put it so eloquently as oh, you stop. do. Um, no, for some reason I missed this one, but here I am. Here I watched you are. it. That's what's great about this podcast, challenging and us to watch I don't crazy know movies. if you touched on it, but this movie's weird. <laughs> Did we mention this movie's fucking uh, weird? It is so weird, but I really liked it overall i was like i don't know what the fuck's happening half the time is it really happening is it a hallucination hallucination yeah you really have no idea the entire movie well i kind of had an idea it's probably mostly a hallucination you think that but i don't like, know he put i don't know how he's sticking things in his vagina tummy but yeah it's a hallucination or is it a hallucination i don't know and that's like probably why i like the movie because i don't know what the hell's going on and yeah it's weird yeah so <laughs> anyways, first time seeing it and uh, I was just like, yeah, what the fuck did I get myself <laughs> into? This is freaky. I like Cronenberg stuff, though. So I knew, uh, you know, for the majority of the movie, I wasn't going to be disappointed. 
even yeah. if I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> it's definitely, it, whether you re- understand it or not, it's still really entertaining. And like how you said, you think it's just kind of not really about all this stuff or it's about everything. Yeah. I do think that like a part of it touches on like that, uh, like power and influence of the mind by the media. Like we, yes. Oh yeah. That is like a very like, a lot of us are not us. I mean, we do watch a lot of TV because we wouldn't have this podcast, but we didn't watch TV. You're right. But a lot of people are like, you know, they watch their news and they get, that's how they get their point of view from either it's biased or it's not or whatever. But like the media does control a lot of people's thinking. It does. So I feel like that is like a big part of the movie. Hold on. Just to piggyback off that, I was going to say something very similar. And yes, it does. It, it does influence people heavily, and they're they're getting all of their their whatever from their whatever from a screen. Yes. And he does. They do say that in the movie, and they also say like they they theorize that eventually people are going to be living in the yeah. screen in Videodrome. It's like crazy in this hallucination. Yeah. He gets and like his like updates from his secretary through the TV. Yeah, and everything, and, like, and it's it's happening. Yeah. People, there are people that live one hundred percent fake lives through a screen yeah and he's a hundred percent right and this the commentary in this movie about all that shit is still even being made in 1983 it's a hundred percent relevant now yeah i absolutely think it is and a lot of people you know everything revolves around the tv and the screen like you Uh said so i feel like that's definitely this podcast is being recorded through a screen everything there's like three screens yeah one of them doesn't work over <laughs> it's it exists though it does i think or am i hallucinating all right sorry i interrupted you i just wanted to no to, that's perfect i don't really have anything else to touch on besides that point. i mean at first um i was like so debbie harry and james wood are in this james woods and so it could be good or it could be bad and it, it's pretty good it's i think, I think of it's yeah. it was good but i mean they're acting uh, some of it's bad oh usually over the top yeah so no i thought it was very entertaining and i recommend this movie cool so cool. let's uh spoilers ahoy um hey wait sideshow mike can side you show get mike me a beer noise. please beer me did mike watch this movie with you no he slept no. on the couch <laughs> he's sleepy boy he's a sleepy boy can you give me a beer please <laughs> somebody's tired all right anyway i'll go ahead uh what's to like um i mentioned before we started the show to you off off air that uh i didn't prepare a ton so i don't okay i don't have i have a lot to say but i don't i don't have anything written well we can we still have stuff to talk about after we talk about the movie we're gonna talk about driving movies oh there's a couple fun facts at the end we can go over i wrote down okay cool so well yeah awesome you're prepared i'm not cool for some reason i don't know how it happened i was like i'm gonna be prepared this week i'm gonna get some sleep and watch some movies (laughs) Good for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, a new pe- person. I'm a piece of shit. You're a new. Fl- you're the new flesh. <laughs> Ew. Um. So. Uh, see, I meant to say this in my. See, I, I'm so just unfair. fucking saying. Um. The, there's there's a point in the movie where they explain what video drum is, and it's a tumor that is stimulated. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Thank but you. But it is a tumor. Um. So the. <laughs> <laughs> quit laughing at me, sideshow Mike. Um. There, there's a part in the movie where they're explaining that um, sex and violence, when it's viewed, opens up these specific receptors in the brain. Specific receptors. Spe- specific sex receptor. and violence. Um, sex and violence. Yeah, and when, when you view that, it opens up these receptors in your brain, and then they pump the video drain si- dr- video <laughs> drone signal into your brain, causing hallucinations and actually creating a tumor that causes the hallucinations. 
Um, and this this tumor, it basically gives you it. it com- I don't know. See, this is where it gets confusing. It combines kind of like the screen and what's happening uh-huh. in Videodrome, which is just a signal, into reality. And that's a very kind of Lovecraftian uh-huh. type thing because if you've ever seen From Beyond, it's a very similar thing mm-hmm. where they're like, if you vibrate this part of the brain, the pineal gland, it becomes enlarged and now you can see other things, other dimensions. So that's, I always catch something different in this movie when I watch it. And that was one of the things I caught. I was like, oh, that's, that's a Lovecraftian thing. That's like From Beyond. That's mm-hmm. exactly what they did. And so I got a little giddy when I realized that. I was like, oh, shit. Even though this movie came out, I believe, before From Beyond. Yeah, From Beyond was like 85. Yeah, look that up. You, oh, I will. When did From Beyond come out? From Eight. Beyond, 1986. Yeah, it came out after that. Oh, yeah, From Beyond. Look at that. Good one. I love From Beyond. It's a good one. Um, but I thought that was cool, even though I just realized that it wasn't borrowing from that. But it was, it, it definitely, he definitely... I'm saying definitely. I don't really know, but I really think that that <laughs> was definitely that was some Lovecraft influence there. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I um, like a lot of the effects in this. I yes. like the handgun, the cancer gun. It made me laugh though, but yeah, it, it, like what is happening? I love it. I thought it looked cool and gross. Tummy vagina. Yeah, the tummy vagina. The fucking the breathing television Ugh. and cassettes. Oh yeah, everything pulsating. Yeah, the um. I agree. Well done. Yeah, some of the gore was really cool. Like I said, I don't have a lot written down. Hopefully you have more. Mm, um, maybe not. Oh, <laughs> really? Maybe a little <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah, there's so much to like in this movie. I have a couple of things that I didn't like that are going to be fun to talk about. Um, yeah, I think you should go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I thought the pacing was was pretty steady it was yeah um the acting was decent to moderate like it wasn't over the top bad like because i saw like vampires john carper's vampires before i saw this so i expected james wood to be like you know james wood and like so let me just say someone did write down in a review that i just had a quote about james wood's so, so James Woods has always looked like a stale old piece of toast. Huh? <laughs> so I just wanted to get that out of the Somebody way. Somebody said that? Yes. That's the only part of a review I wrote down because I thought it was hilarious. He and I was like, like wow, I can relate to toast. that. But I thought his acting was actually very decent compared to what I've seen him in. So good mm. work. Uh, Debbie Harry's really fucking pretty. Dude. For I, 80s? Because he can't. Can I tell you? Tell me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get. No, don't get, get gross. I'm going to get gross and personal. Oh my gosh. Was this material? What? Was this Material. Material. <laughs> This movie was this material for you when oh, you were younger? No. <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. Well, sort of like that. Oh God! The scene, <laughs> you know, the scene with the TV, mm-hmm. like breathing, and then her mouth it closes yeah. up on her mouth, and like it's coming out, and. <laughs> Oh God! Um, and the, I, I need don't know, an man. I don't know. I got, I, I got a little bit of movement <laughs> at, the, at that scene. A little Debbie bit of Harry, movement. I'm sorry, Debbie Harry is a sexy woman. Okay, I think she's hot. I feel and that. like, do you prefer but, her as a blonde or a redhead? A uh, redhead yeah. all the way. In this movie, I thought she was super hot. Um, like just, just iconic '80s. Yes. Like uh, att- attractiveness. 
And yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> um. So, wow. <laughs> Chuck um, is weird. This movie is also on. weird. Um. So pretty much the first like five ten minutes, you see some boobies. So yes. there is already grabbing boobies. your attention. I mean, the pacing was great to begin with, but got some boobies in there. So mm-hmm. in case you watch your movies for boobies, here you are. Here we are. Watch the movies for boobies. Watch the movies for boobies. Okay. And then like when you start to realize that he might be hallucinating when he like goes, you see him like hit his secretary, even though he doesn't really hit her. Yeah. Like you start to catch on things aren't exactly what they seem and you're not sure what to trust. And it definitely makes you think. I really enjoyed like the, oh shit, is this real? Is this not real? Yeah, it was is fun. Woof. Okay. So, and I was like, oh, is this because of Videodrome? He's fucked. So, yeah. definitely enjoyed that a lot. Um, also, I don't know if anybody called it, but when he's in his room, I think he's on the phone and there's a picture of Hitler in a tutu. I saw that, yeah. I don't I know what that's about, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> I loved it. Okay, and like like you said, the effects are great. I thought the pulsating TV and the videotapes and the vagina Hot. stomach, which I just called open stomach. I didn't call it vagina well, stomach. Well, there's something interesting. They didn't intend for it to look like... Rick Baker never intended yeah. for it to look like a vagina. And then I guess David Cronenberg saw it and he was kind of like, yeah, that works. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. No, I definitely... They didn't intend yeah. for it and that just kind of happened. And... I'm it didn't glad, bother me. I like. I'm it. glad it did because it was so. It made it even more yeah. weird. Like, oh, so it's because they're shoving stuff in there <laughs> multiple times in the movie. Yeah, like he sticks his whole gun in there. And then well, you could argue that. Well, they didn't do it intentionally, but if they had, you could argue that, like, you know, the media is raping us. Yeah, like it's showing us He's stuff. Being we, penetrated. Yeah, your brain is being penetrated. Yeah, so I thought that was weird. Like we said a million times, this movie's fucking weird. But it was so well done. So with the effects and the weird gun hand thing, like you said. Yes, that was fun. So pretty much I really enjoyed this movie. A lot of it, I was like, I'm not sure what is real or not, but I'm here for this fun ride. So thanks. All right. What's not to like? Um, watching James Woods do sex is gross. I'm sorry. Do sex? Yeah, he does sex a couple of times in this movie. James Woods does sex james was doing sex yeah he's like a sleazy tv guy he's Ooh, pretty sleazy to begin with yeah oh piece of candy <laughs> anyway it was gross i didn't like it why are you looking at me like that Ew. you don't remember that family guy episode no really the no. ones there was a whole shit ton of family guy episodes with james woods yeah i know i know he's like huh? in the bar mike stuff. remembers yeah because mike watches cartoons <laughs> um yeah, didn't like that at all because he's gross and I think he's just... I like James Woods, but I don't like him. No, I don't like him. Yeah, he's very... He's a perfect person for this movie too. He's a perfect casting. Yeah, he definitely like, works as sleazy. Yeah, he's gross, dude. I just... He's weird and But gross. then like I'm also like, he's getting all the... He's getting action and stuff and that's weird to me too. Yeah, like, do, yeah do people want to bone down on James Woods? No. I don't think I so. I do not get any rich mahogany. You th- <laughs> yes, vampires. <laughs> um, But... Do you think back then though? Do you think back then like because they liked they God they, no. It's like the whole Chet Atkins conversation that we had. Like did no. pe- were people into James Woods back then though? They probably were. They probably were. I guess cuz now like we see it and we're like no. Yeah, now he's gross. No. <laughs> Sorry James Woods. No, You're probably not listening. No, he's he wasn't ugh. No. Um what else did I like? Oh, watching I know that I smoke. But I smoke outside and I smoke in the evenings and I should totally quit. Yes. 
But watching people just continuously smoke through an entire movie inside oh, and stuff, it's gross. It is gross. It, it made me start questioning. Like, while I was watching the movie, I was like, ew, should I quit smoking? I definitely should, but I was, I was like, ugh. And I just, it brought me back to, like, the, the 90s. We had neighbors that smoked, chain-smoked all day long in their fucking trailer. And uh, their walls were all yellow, and it took me right back there. Yeah, I like, no. Ew, I remember the this. house I grew up in. My whole family smokes, but Ugh. me. So walls are gross. Yeah, it smells. Right? It's Everything disgusting. smells. And it took it took my memory. It like took my mind right back there. And I was like, yeah. dude, I remember this. I remember everyone smoking everywhere all the time. Like my siblings still smoke in the house. So like, if I get anything yeah. from them, like my brother recently gave me some of my dad's like old band T-shirts. They all smell like smoke. They just smell like smoke. You'll like, never get it like out. Gross. You'll never get that smell out either. Well, or did you? I don't know. I didn't wash them. Mike did. Oh. <laughs> so I guess I did. Yeah. Sideshow Mike, you bitch. It's not a bitch. He's a wonderful man. Um. So yeah. Watching the constant smoking was gross. Um. And okay. So let's talk about for a second. It it, it gets way too convoluted at the end. Uh-huh. And you just once the new flesh starts, the new flesh stuff starts yeah. where he's like talking to Debbie Harry and the TV or whatever. Or was it her? Or was it the the, the the dude's um daughter. daughter i think that's who it was so yeah and and you just start she's like you can take this and you can use it to fight them and you know you can rise up against videodrome long live the new flesh that's the point where i still haven't yeah. really even watching it six times i don't know what's going well, on well imagine how i feel yeah <laughs> watching i it don't know what happened at the end um, I really don't. He just kills all the. He kills that dude with the cancer gun, and the dude's like writhing. And it. I didn't even know that it was cancer until yeah. until I read it. Yeah, I didn't get that. And they called it. It's 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 known as the cancer gun because he shot it, and the bullets give him like yeah. all kinds of cancer, and he basically just like all the shit starts tearing through him, and he's like, Whoa. I mean, that was a dope scene, but yeah, it was very cool. Um, but yeah, I just by that time you're just like i don't know what the fuck's going yeah, on yeah i really don't understand how come sometimes he has the crazy handgun and sometimes he doesn't and what's what is it what is hallucination and what is real and like it gets really trippy and convoluted and then the ending happens where he goes to that shipyard yeah, yeah. and he finds a tv and she's like this is just the beginning and you're like what's going to happen next like i don't even understand what's going on now and you're telling me like this is going to be so i don't know <laughs> I I understand the basics of what was happening. Videodrome, the people that were using Videodrome. So this was made in 1983. So yes. I'm guessing it was some Cold War shit where they kept saying like North America has gone soft and we're trying to make people harder and like tougher and we're going to make them, we're going to basically desensitize everybody with sex and violence yes. and we're going to turn them into weapons basically in order to something like something. <laughs> uh, yeah they yeah. lost me there i got it though evil corporation what was it called optics something sure something optical whatever he goes in the glasses yeah, yeah 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 um yeah he was but trying, it, it, yeah. trying to take over the country or something and this other dude that died before you know the very first interview mm-hmm. he's been dead for a while because videodrome killed him mm-hmm. he was yeah. he was trying to create something to fight videodrome and to use to use it against them and that's what james woods kind of becomes he becomes this weapon against so i get all that i just don't know why yeah. and i don't know what the big picture was and i don't know what the fuck was going on but I, i'm so, here for it <laughs> i am too i liked it but like i, but I really don't i, wanted, I don't know I what happened i wanted to figure it out so bad and i just can't i don't know what 
was being said. I don't know if it was commentary. I don't know if it was hallucination. I don't know if it was real. Yeah. I don't know if it was just a movie being trying to be a cool movie or if it was trying to say something. No fucking clue. <laughs> totally lost me. Fair. But, man. Yeah. That's what you didn't like? Yep. Anything else? Nope. Okay, well, I agree with that. I'm really confused at the end. I'm not sure what happened there. Didn't ruin the movie for me because the whole movie was just a big old what the fuck. Yeah. But thanks. And it's I'm enjoying it. <laughs> um, let me see here. I thought more people could have died for all the weirdness and all the shit going on. I swear I only saw two people die. Yeah, true. So more deaths, please. Because I got to pick one. So <laughs> more deaths, please. No, there was like seven or eight people that died. Oh, I can't count. Apparently not. <laughs> well, anyways, more people could die. And also when you're on like kind of a first date hangout, who goes, let's watch torture porn and cut me up <laughs> i'm really into the sadomasochism my dude cut me here yeah that's weird that's the weirdest shit to me like look you could be into that and like you know i like to be slapped around every now and then but who on the first date you like to be slapped around yeah. has sideshow mike ever slapped you around no he, he's he too would never do he's that too nice to me yeah he treats me well anyways so like <laughs> you know but the first time you hang out no don't throw all your cards on the table, you freak. She just wanted to bone down with James And Woods. get an ear piercing, apparently. That was weird. Why her weren't her ears pierced? I don't know, but she's like, here, give me an ear piercing. That was strange. With the cork. Yeah, weird as heck. But that's like it. What you said about like the what the heck. Yeah, I don't what's get the on? big picture here completely. That's really the only negative thing. Okay. Yeah. That's a good movie. You should check it out. We're going to do. I agree. Uh, favorite kill, favorite character, favorite quote, and then we'll be out of here. All right. Your favorite kill. I'm going to say um, Convex, Convex, the guy who gets the cancer mm -hmm. after he gets shot with a gun. Oh, yeah. That, I thought the practical effects were really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's wild what happens yeah. to him. And His it's really, like, really gross. So that was my favorite death. This is the first time that that death didn't make me physically gag. Really? David Cronenberg. Okay. I said this on my old podcast. Um, so we watch a ton of horror movies. And I've seen so much shit and I've seen so many gross things that don't evoke any type of physical response. I'm just like, ew, this is fucking gross. David Cronenberg, The Fly, This, yes. Scanners. The first time I saw the head exploding scene in Scanners, mm -hmm. I was in high school and I physically went, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I gagged. And I don't know what it is because I've seen yeah, shit like yeah. that before. I've seen heads yeah. explode in movies before. Yeah. It's just something that he has in his movies that make me like gag, that just That's get fair. me like the fly with the shit. Oh, and I've seen stuff. So gross. I've seen it. stuff like that before. And No, even now it still grosses me out. And I've seen ho horribly disgusting shit yeah. like that before in movies. And I'm fine. But David Cronenberg, for whatever, when I see no, him do does, it, yeah. I'm like, ah. <laughs> and um, this is the first time I've seen this movie with the cancer gun where he gets shot up and he, he like yeah. goes crazy. It's the first time that I didn't like have like a gag reflex response. So what's your favorite kill then? Uh, my favorite kill is, um, <laughs> well, this time. It was that, but I knew you were going to say that because <laughs> this is the first time you've seen it. Um, so Harlan. That was know, my first. I actually wrote that down first and I was like, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, Harlan, you know the guy that finds, well, quote unquote finds, he doesn't really find yeah. it. He's part of Videodrome. Yeah. But the guy that's been helping him out, the nerdy dude, the, yeah. the pirate. You gotta ask me if I know. I wrote him down as a favorite character. I know, I'm just making sure that people <laughs> know. Um, 
the pirate. So he sticks the tape into James Wood's stomach, and oh, James Wood, <laughs> yeah, he clamps down on it, and he's like, ah, his blood shooting out, and his hand comes, and out. then he pulls it out, and it's a grenade, yeah, and uh, it it blows him up, and um, it, and I wrote down, I wrote down Harlan hand grenade, yeah, <laughs> I like that, and that would be a kick-ass uh, band name. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so Mike, we have to start a band called Harlan Hand Grenade because it sounds really cool. Make it happen. Make it work. Make it work. All right, favorite favorite quote. Okay, so when Sleazy James Wood is talking to that older lady, Masha, Masha, and she's like saying, oh, God, help us if this is, you know, like the future. And like you said earlier, he says, better on TV than on the streets. Mm -hmm. I like that. Relatable. That's like when your mom lets you do weed drugs in the house because, you know. Better better, home. Better better home. home. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we um, drugs. We drugs. First of all, we're supposed to do favorite character first, but we're going Aww, out of order. Oh, boogers. My favorite quote is too much class is bad for sex. <laughs> <laughs> it was one that he was it was in the beginning of the movie when he yeah. was talking to his partners. Mm-hmm. And uh the one dude was like, This is too it's too nice. It's too mm-hmm. you know, it's too classy. So favorite character? I think um Harlan. Harlan. I think he was like in the beginning, like you don't I mean, you don't know he's like a part of it. He's yeah. like goofy. And he's like eats that like paper, like a sign as a joke. Oh yeah, that was funny. And then like when he turns into like the villain or part of the group and I was like, Oh, you treacherous bitch. You I still love you. Treacherous bitch. You little pirate bitch. <laughs> so yeah, he's my favorite character. I thought he was goofy and even when he turned to a villain, you know what? It's too late. I like you. I liked him a lot too. Um, my favorite character is Nikki Brand, of Debbie course. Harry. I think she's super hot. Uh, I loved her character because she just was like super, super sleazy and like she was complex. Cause she, she looked like, great in a red dress too. Oh, James Woods thought so. Well, he's not wrong. Why'd you wear that dress? It's very stimulating or whatever the fuck creepy shit. Red said. is. It is. I wish it was that easy to like hit on chicks no, and then they you just, would get slapped. And just jumped in bed with you when you like <laughs> Yeah, different times, my friend. Said some misogynistic shit to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's your fault I wanna bone you right now. Gross. Or whatever the fuck he was getting at. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Anything else? Um, I got two did you knows. Oh, okay, cool. Did you know? That Cronenberg had to double James Woods for the scene in which Max Wren has a helmet put on his head because James Woods was afraid that he might be electrocuted by the helmet. I read that somewhere. What a yeah. wimp. <laughs> and three different endings were filmed. And the ending they used in the film was James Woods' idea. So should we blame James Woods for that, us Probably. not completely understanding? Probably. Fuck James Woods. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Stale like asshole he w- toast. He works in this movie because oh, yeah. he's so unlikable. Yeah. That's it, though. That's all I got, and I do recommend this movie. I also recommend this movie. It's hella 80s fun. Um, So that's going to do it. Uh, I want to talk about something very briefly. This is probably premature, but there is a um, there's a drive-in movie theater in Lehigh and PA. And if you listen to us and you're in the area of Lehigh and PA, on August 29th, it's the 28th and 29th, but we're going to go on the tour. We're going to try to go. Yeah. We'll have more details later, but they're doing a drive-in uh, showing. Bruce Campbell is going to be there hosting, Ooh. and they're showing uh, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, and another movie that I didn't even recommend. Wait, three movies? Yeah, oh. I would only stay for two. Oh. Yeah, I want to be home for <laughs> four. But we're trying to go. With, like I said, it's in Lehigh and PA. It's a little bit of money, but um, 
we'll keep you posted because it would be so awesome if anybody that listens to the show could like meet us up there. Yes. That'd be awesome. That would be so cool. So more details on that to come. Um, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Forsaken Cinema. You can check us out on Twitter, even though I'm not really doing anything on Twitter. Forsake, uh, Cinema Forsaken. And you can email us at Forsaken Cinema Podcast. Suggest things. At gmail.com. <laughs> Suggest movies, maybe? <laughs> Just um, things. Yeah, drop us a line. Tell us what you think of the show. Um, and as always, please, wherever you're listening, subscribe or follow. And then rate, review, and share with all of your horror movie yeah. friends. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <I> said thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>